literally like looked like a hot dog, like a bloody Stop. bloody hot dog. A rare hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog with ketchup. Hot uh, you could say. You could say. Sure, the penis is secured. <laughs> Welcome back to Right Answers Mostly, everybody. That's right. My name is Claire. My name is Tess. And this is a podcast, you know, we're figuring it out. Yeah, guys, <laughs> honestly, we should we should ask them. Yes, let's do it. So we have been trying to reinvent our tagline. We're trying to do like a quick little five, 10 second elevator pitch. Yeah, what would you guys pitch to your friends that Ram is? Yes, what are the first things that come to mind? We've just been all over the place, it's which scary. is part of the brainstorm. It's part of who we are too. That is true. But Unhinged then, has come up. <laughs> Unhinged has come up. Um, we've been trying to do references of like, you know, early 2000s, like pop culture yep. versus like, I don't know. Tess said something of like CNN and TMZ's love child. And I do think that's appropriate. Yeah. Like along those lines, Mm -hmm. um, how would it sound interesting to strangers? Like just help us out a little bit, kids. Yeah. And if you're new here, welcome. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Welcome. And we have an assignment for you within the first 30 seconds. We always give you homework. We do. How is your day going, Tess? Happy Friday. We're recording on a Friday. Happy Friday. You know what? It's 80 degrees. Guys, it feels like summer in LA today. And you have no idea. This winter has what we've been, been through. T- you have no idea what we've been through. Like, literally. It's I been know. tough. I woke up this morning and I just was like, walking on sunshine. Same. I was like skipping out my door. Same. And we both had like nice Fridays. Like we, um, I went to, I had a breakfast date. My boyfriend and I are trying to like. I love a breakfast date. Do that a little bit more for mornings that aren't chaotic. And I was just like, you know what? Let's cancel everything and just so go nice. at like 10. And then we walked around Abbott Kinney, stopped at Men Men, got some new edibles. Of course. Got a dress for Mexico. Oh, what'd you get? Where? Where? Sco- I went to Scotch and Soda. <gasps> I saw your Scotch and Soda bag <laughs> and I was like shopping. Who's doing it? Usually um, when I feel like I have been shopping shopping too much I like hide the bag oh no I'm like which I'm, I used to do that of just like I don't want like people to think so I have a shopping addiction that's of you I cannot <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about it for a second then I was like no I'm gonna tell her that I got a yes, dress of course but sometimes I'm just like test the, the shopping can get a little hey we all have our things I actually love to go shopping with you and Hannah because it's like um Real Housewives Beverly Hills it's a Porsche quote buy it buy it it's just like you know what you can this is your problem later yeah (laughs) that's a tomorrow problem it's not Um, a today problem but I'll show you it after we record it's like the color of your shirt kind of it's like a it's avocado green some might say maybe if it's it's even a more vibrant green Ooh, like a kelly green like a kelly green it's kind of like um crochet and then it has like ruffly sleeves that are like black and like dark blue it's it sounds crazy (laughs) It sounds not attractive. <laughs> but the colors and the crochet, it sounds good for Mexico. Crochet always reminds me of Ramona Singer. So <laughs> I had that thought for like a second. It's not as like Hampton's 60-year-old yes. woman. It, it is. I think you'll like it. But God bless you if that's and, what you're going and for. And you can borrow it for Greece if you want. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. We talked all about Greece because I went to lunch today with our friends Dan and Sandra. We ate at this place, Crudo e Nudo. Oysters for days. It's all raw mm. fish, which... Mm is incredible it's our brand we love raw fish yeah i'm honestly on like my fifth glass of wine today (laughs) oh are you seem are you tipsy um i was a little tipsy when i walked in um really i I feel like i'm leveling out a little bit but can't wait till the end of the episode just pour pour yourself a little bit i feel like i rarely can tell if you're tipsy but i can tell if you're like drunk yeah because i'm like screaming and jumping (laughs) but like for me i think it's obvious if i've started to kind of like 
drink. She's starting. She's starting. And for you, I'm like, oh, like, I don't know this until you're like, I- I'm already there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you can't go back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then you can't no go back. back. I feel like I don't get, like, uh, I don't get drunk that much. Every time I talk about this, do you ever remember, this is such a detour, but do you remember what Jeff Bezos texts his mistress were like? No. They were so cringy. He's like, I want to get drunk with you. Not like sloppy drunk, just a little drunk. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I forgot about that. I think that we should do a line reading sometime of those text messages oh, soon. We 100% should. I think that would be gorgeous. But, anyways, yeah. So I'm feeling good oh, and it's good. just been beautiful outside. I actually went to a coffee shop and worked on Abikini. We probably just passed each other like ships in the night. We probably did. I always think about you when I'm there. I'm always like, at any given moment, she could just turn just around the pop corner. on up. That's and true. God, my day would be made. I like I like to not like we see each other constantly anyway. <laughs> I know I'm like I'm deprived. But hey, you guys know how it is from her presence. Um so you're going to San Diego tomorrow? Yes. Um I'm going to go hang with our Rami Shannon. We're going to have a beach day. I'm going to be wearing my new CPC <gasps> swim. Which I'm one are you going to wear? I think I'm going to wear the Claire bikini. Ugh. Triangle bikini, hot pink. We are going Barbie core this summer. Oh my god, it's going to be so hot. Yeah. Take some photos. I will. I will get some content. Yeah. So you guys check out check out my Instagram. And you're staying there overnight. At yeah. A house. Uh huh. At um yeah a house, and then we'll come back Sunday. Got it. So just a little twenty four hours. Yes. I love that. And you're hanging out with your mom this weekend, right? Hanging out with my mom. I'm going to do some like birthday shopping. Oh, yeah, guys. Um. Well, your birthday would have already <laughs> been passed, but we'll keep talking uh, about it. I'm just going to mention it for this entire month. Mention every, it all. Mention it all. Um. And then we are going to Pasadena tomorrow to hang out with our friends Ben and Jackie and their baby. Love oh, Pasadena. Ben, who was um, on our Constitution episode, Ben Sheehan. Yeah, check out our Ben Sheehan episode. Man, I need to listen to it again because it's just so... Uh, it's just so much knowledge. I know, because even right now, isn't there like a bunch of shit oh, happening? Oh, I think that the Supreme Court, um, I think it's good news for us that they didn't restrict that pill in Texas. Yes, the abortion pill. Yeah, because my mom said... Something, I just got a notification and I assumed it was bad news. Um, and so I... Well, my mom said SCOTUS came through for now. I think they're so. basically saying we can't make any decisions. It's still going to be accessible. Yeah. Girl and the Gov will know if you guys check out that podcast. Oh, that's They true. always are up to date on all things political. So. Yes. Make sure to follow them. They, and make it, they make it relatable. Really relatable. It feels like you're gossiping yeah, about like, politics, politics, but also getting informed. Which politics is like, honestly, the ultimate soap opera. No kidding. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dudes like fucking up. Speaking of which, I recently watched this Netflix documentary on chimpanzees. Which is like so not like what I would think oh. I would want to watch, but Corey was really pushing it, so I was like, sure. He fell asleep within the first thirty seconds, <laughs> but it's so crazy because they set it up like a reality show. Like, there's a number one in the chimpanzee circle. There's number two, and there's a number three fighting for the number one spot. Oh my Jeff god! Jeff Taylor, I'm the number one guy in this group. It's the, chim- the chimpanzees. <laughs> well, I mean, he is, vibes. He is a chimpanzee, but he literally is. Then there's like one outcast too, and so it's like you're watching this reality show of everyone trying to make it in the clique. It's amazing. What's it called? I don't know, but Mahershala Ali narrates it. Um, If you guys would Google Netflix chimps, I highly recommend it because chimps are fascinating. We are so closely like related to them and it's scary. We are them. We are them and they are us. It is crazy. All that they want is like community. Community. That's all we want. Love and just to be like held. They communicate by grooming each other. So they'll both be like holding their hands high up by picking each other's skin. It's so wild. It's so cute. Did you ever watch um, Mighty Joe Young? Of course. I hadn't seen it. I saw it as a kid. Isn't Charlize Theron? She is. Maybe we've talked about it before on Ram. I don't know. Is 
I think one of the hottest women in that movie I've ever seen, she has like short, yep. short hair. Yeah. And she's wearing like denim shorts and braless like oh. tank top the whole time. Wow. And she's like taking care of this creature. And when I got Noah, I watched this like a year and a half ago. Weeping. Alone. Weeping. Like shaking. I need to do a rewatch. I feel like I watched it a lot as a kid, but I don't remember it that well. It's Bill Paxton, too. Oh, yes. It's so hot, I think. So hot. Titanic. R.I.P. I I know. I know. But anyway. But so that's what my update is. We love chimps. (laughs) Justice for chimps. Justice for chimps, though. We need to take care of them. We need to do better. I know. Good God. Wow, Tess. Okay, so you know, there's no, <laughs> there's no, um, there's no transition. There's no transition. Um, other than I will say that I was confused where to go for this for the last episode right, of, of this month. We've done a crime, conspiracy, and a cult. Yes, and so I was like, whatever I do will be a little um, double take. Okay, but so I was thinking, of, I'm just gonna be transparent. I was thinking about doing the Zodiac Killer. Yes. And then, and maybe I know a lot of you guys, that was like a close call. A lot of people voted for that one. And then I was like, I don't think I can take that on right now. Mm, it is a lot to take on. It's just very convoluted. It's just like, I just didn't know. And so I was deciding between Zodiac and the Lorena Bobbitt case. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, which one do I do? So I was doing a little bit of Googling and I saw this quote. Okay. Which this quote then really just, uh, it, it finalized my decision. And it said, Cut a million clits off in Africa and nobody hears a word. Cut one dick off and the whole fucking country stops. And there it is. And there it is. And I was like, I have to do this subject. Um, And I will say that this episode will maybe not be for you. Major, major trigger warning if you do not want to hear about domestic violence, sexual assault, rape. It is very heavy. Um... But there is also such humor in this story because of how our country responded and how we glorified certain things. And it's like, I really had a sad and emotional time researching it. And also just like, I was just like astonished. So it was one of my favorite subjects that I have researched Uh, in a very long time. Wow, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to learn about this because I feel like I heard about it kind of growing up like as like a joke. Right. You know, uh, and then being like some woman cut her husband's dick off, which honestly <laughs> justified. <laughs> Just and I will and I will say that that if you don't want to be hearing an opinion in in this episode, oh please. Our audience honey, is literally like 90% women, so I think we're in a safe space. It is um I have never supported a decision more than any of our subjects. Yeah, have so done. I don't know much about it besides that it was a woman who, there's nothing like a mad woman. And what Jimmy, is, what is it? What a shame she oh, went. Oh, what a shame she, oh, that song is so, I always forget about that song. I do too. Remember and when people dun, dun, were dun, like, dun, it's dun. about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I was like, guys, she's like, let me out of it. She's like, literally, I'm alone in like Chappaqua, wherever she Wherever she is, but hey. Being like, I never want. I don't want Fuck you anything guys. to do with you people anymore. Seriously. Um, so we were going to be getting into, yes, the woman who did cut off her husband's penis. <laughs> um, first, we're just going to be talking a little bit about the political climate in the 90s, a little bit about, um, you know, what what the conversations and dialogue were about sexual assault and marriage and rape, um, which is very disturbing, but it's also a huge part of the story just to have some context. Um and so I will begin 
with just a little bit of history of, of violence against women and, mm. and, and domestic violence, because this is an important thing to start the episode with. Um, so here we go. Here we go. Um, so violence against women and girls is a problem of pandemic proportions. At least one out of every three women around the world has been beaten, coerced <gasps> into sex, or otherwise abused in her lifetime, with the abuser usually someone known to her. One in every three? I have the chills. I have the chills, too. And when I first read that, I was like, that's crazy. And then, to be honest, I was thinking about people in even my life, and there's so many different forms of abuse, and there's so many different degrees of it, and it's still abuse. And I think even as a kid of the 90s, like, I used to think, like, well, domestic violence is just when someone, like, shoves their wife, like, or punches them. When it's, like, so extreme. Yes. And, like, I think also growing up, I thought the same thing about rape when I was young, of, like... It's in an alleyway and it's aggressive. And like, you know, I think I didn't fully grasp that. It's by someone you don't know. Yes. Of like, you know, and they're holding you down. You know, like all of those things that I think we are, you know, we are kids of the 90s that like had a very kind of black and white view with completely. And so I don't think it was until my 20s where I was like, oh. I mean, in the 90s, the president had an affair with. And what was what was Monica Lewinsky? I don't even. We need to do that on here. We like, really do. And that is like an abuse of power to the high heavens. Like no it's kidding. crazy. But the way that we looked at that was like, oh, you know, well, she got like slut shamed. She, she got slut shamed. It was very much like he hooked up with her and like what yeah, was she yes. doing? And she, he was married. How dare she? And even, like, like she's not pretty enough for like it's oh. crazy. And also with this case, which we'll be talking about, there's so much like correl- unfair correlation, idiotic correlation. I will say to someone's physical appearance and Mm. if that means that they are capable of assaulting someone or not or why they would do it if they're attractive it's so disgusting it is so weird like our country's fascination with like physical appearance and then like justifying that for Mm -hmm. certain things Mm -hmm. crazy um so like i've kind of been mentioning domestic violence may include verbal emotional economic Mm. so financial abuse which is a huge thing physical and sexual abuse and all forms of domestic abuse have one purpose to gain and maintain control over the victim. Abusers may use tactics um, such as humiliation, isolation, threats, intimidation, denial, and blame. Which is just not good, guys. No, obviously. Not good. So we're in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Early 90s, late 90s? We're in the early 90s. Okay. We're in 93. Okay. Um, And at this time... um, in the early '90s, um, what was going on? What was happening? What was in the news? What was what was going on in politics? So in '91, we have um, Anita Hill. Oh my gosh, we need to cover we Anita must. Hill. We need to, especially lately with all the Clarence Thomas stuff. Yes, we absolutely need to. Which I actually like really was researching this and being like, "Fuck, I don't know a lot of information." About I listened this. to the "You're Wrong About" episode on Anita Hill, oh, I'm sure and that it was, was amazing, phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so if you don't know, in 91, Anita Hill created major headlines when she accused U.S. Supreme Court nominee Clarence Thomas, her supervisor at the United States Department of Education and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission of sexual harassment. He's so disgusting. And also throwing up in my mouth. He also, what people don't know about Anita Hill is that she wasn't actively going out and be like, this man did this to me. 
the people were interviewing people around him in yes. his circle and she was like oh yeah actually he was disgusting to me and wasn't it most of her friends to or like colleagues that were like you should talk to her like she wasn't the one to no she didn't want to do it and then she got like called to do it. i mean guys if you don't know he's it, clarence thomas told her he like put a pube on her coke can or something like he's disgusting trash Trash, trash trash not for us not for shouldn't be for anyone no but, but he's on our supreme court exactly so. so he is for this country god that we are citizens of mm-hmm. um so we will get more into that i know i'm yeah sorry just glo- oh no i'm actually happy that you were like she wasn't like you know no. which she had every right to do so but right. yes it was like more of a quiet yeah um, issue, but what happened with that? Um, they they confirmed him to the Supreme Court by <laughs> by a vote of fifty two to forty eight. Yeah, he's still there, guys, and he's still there. Um, very much, you know, rep- familiar with what we saw with Brett Kavanaugh, and yeah. Dr. Ford. You know who was on the? I don't, I'm sounds so dumb, but you know who was on the committee questioning her and like being very blunt and like bold? Um, Biden. Yeah, I saw this today. Yeah, and I was like. What? I thought it was a typo. Nope, nope. We've got to do Anita Hill. We will. Why did he do that? Well, he was like a part of the Senate or whatever, and they're part of the questioning committee. Or again, like we need to do this episode so I know more about it. Yes. So, but then in the 90s, people could literally would just ask questions that were so inappropriate and didn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, she was completely like destroyed on the stand. Mm -hmm. She had to take a lie detector test. Also, can we like. Stop taking lie detector tests. Except for the Vanity Fair interviews, because I love those. <laughs> Let's only take lie detector tests when celebrities are asked, like, have you ever used your name to get into a restaurant? Yes, yes. That should be the furthest it goes. I love that. Not in sexual harassment cases. No, 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 no. Like, Jesus Christ. They also love doing it on Bravo. Remember when yes. Lisa Vanderpump's takes yes. it? Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Iconic scene. Iconic. Um. Okay, so that's going on. Not great. Um. The Kennedy rape case was dismissed. What? What? Um, William Kennedy Smith, who is the nephew of Ted Kennedy. Oh. Um, check he, out our Chappaquiddick episode. Check it out. Um, God, that's an old one. Sometimes I'm like, I know. I'm like, maybe don't Jesus Christ. It's but it's it's endearing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We were learning. I we think were. That's like our third episode we ever did. I know. It's so crazy. Um, he raped a woman named Patricia Bauman. Um, after meeting her at a bar on the beach, and he nothing nothing came of him. Um, she was very vocal about everything that happened. There was witnesses. There was like. A lot of information dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand women in ninety two were killed in the Naval Academy, um, and those charges were all dismissed. What? Mm-hmm. Two thousand women were killed. How? I, I actually don't know. And you know what? <laughs> I think I need to look into this a little bit more because I listen. I heard that on a podcast. Um, which I should source called um, Murder with My Husband, which I got a lot of this information about. And then I looked into it and I forgot to go back to it. So okay. we're just going to like put that on. Because now I'm like 2,000 women were killed. That's crazy. In 92, they said. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that one, guys, don't don't hold me to that. Mm-hmm. Needless to say. It's not a great time. Not a great time for for women. Um, A lot of dismissing of serious Mm -hmm. accusations that they were making. Um, So let's now skip to the night of of our crime that we'll be talking about, which is June 23rd, 1993, which is our friend and Rami Hannah's birthday. Oh, it is. It was her second birthday this year. Oh, wow. This day. June 23rd, right? June 23rd. So... What's happening on June 23rd, 
Besides Hannah turning two. Besides Hannah's <laughs> maybe at a birthday. Yeah. You know, I'd love to know the theme. At McDonald's. That's where all the best 90s birthdays oh, were. Got Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yes. That too. Mm. That too. Discovery Zone. Did you guys have a Discovery mm-mm, Zone? Mm-mm. So fun. Um, but this night was not fun for sure. <laughs> so the police received a call in Manassas, Virginia from a distressed woman on the road who admitted to just throwing her penis, her husband's penis out the window. Stop. They're like, wait, what did you say? They're like, sorry, come again. <laughs> Stop. Her husband was a man named John Bobbitt. She admitted on this initial phone call that she had chopped her husband's penis off with a kitchen knife Stop. while he slept. Do we know if it's a butter knife? Is it like a butcher's knife? It was like um, uh, it can not be a butter a, knife. Not a butter knife. It was like a knife that you use to like chop vegetables. Chop vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the world is about to blow the fuck up. No kidding. And did, no one even knew what was coming for them. So to begin, let's circle back to their relationship story. Okay. How did these people meet? What was going on? What's his name? John Bobbitt. And her name's Lauren. Lorena. L- Lorena. Sorry. Lorena. Her maiden name was Gallo. Okay. Um. So John and Lorena met at a dance for en- enlisted men. He was um, a Marine at the time. That sounds like something from the 40s. I know. I was like, what? <laughs> like, no. But like Virginia in the 90s. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's true. It basically must be the 40s. I mean, truly. Um, Lorena was a young woman from Ecuador who had come mm. to the U.S. for a better life. Okay. Um, she didn't know English very well, but she was learning English by watching soap operas. That's how they always say they do it. Yes. Well, yes. watching TV, I can't imagine learning a different language by watching something. Well, when we, like, when I took Italian in, well, that's a whole different story because my teacher, she passed away. Uh. And um, <laughs> so for a whole semester, we didn't really have a teacher and they just put on different shows for us to watch. And they were like, just pay attention. I was like, yeah, I get the sentiment, but we also need to like learn Italian. I need to Italian. like know something. Yeah. Um, but they do say that like, if you're literally just force yourself every night, like you kind of start picking up on things because then your brain associates like gestures and like, I mean, I feel like we would love telenovelas, like with the way we love Housewives. Love. Yeah. Maybe that's the way that we can like really learn Spanish. You know what I was telling Katie? My goal this year that I would love is to learn mm. ASL. Oh, you should talk to Dib. I, I would love, because that's the best way to talk about people behind their back. Oh, believe and they have me. No idea. <laughs> I know. My mom and I used to like sign a little bit and like talk shit. That's my mom did in high school, she said. So yes. I think it's time. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Dib, teach us. Mm-hmm. Teach us everything. My mom used to, um, and still knows ASL. I love that. Um, so they dated John and Lorena for 10 months and they got married when Lorena was only 20. Okay. How she- old was he? Um, I think he was like 10 years older than her. Okay. Um, she was very strictly Catholic. Okay. So there was no premarital sex. Mm. Well, or so they said, or do you think that there actually wasn't? I don't think that there was. Okay. I think they probably got married quickly because, oh, because of, that. of that. Yeah. We've seen and that before. I think she was very naive and very taken advantage of and just probably wasn't even comfortable having sex with this man as yeah. we, as we will talk about. Um, he had trouble keeping a job after he was discharged from the Marines while Lorena worked as a manicurist and body waxer at a local oh. salon. So she was the breadwinner. She made a lot more oh, money than he did. Wow. And she had like consistent work, whereas he was kind of like in and out, also like didn't have a great reputation. Why? We'll get into it. Okay. So now that we set that little scene of the relationship, let's go back to the night of the... Of the crime. The chip chop. Uh, chip chop. Chip chop. So... 
what happens after so Lorena ends up she you know admits to it she calls 911 what's going on back at the house where this where this happened where where the penis was cut off <laughs> so John calls 911 but it takes him a while to even call 911 because there's a few different reasons one he was intoxicated so much that he didn't really realize <gasps> what had happened for a while. So, no. And I think maybe it had been a few minutes of him just kind of sitting in bed, blood gushing out of him. But Do you witness- think he's in shock, too? I think he was in shock emotionally and physically. He says he wasn't intoxicated, but... Honey, we- your dick just got cut off and you're just sitting there. Literally. like. So he also had a friend staying with him because they had gone out to the bars <laughs> that night. He was like sleeping on the couch. Oh my god! Like the, can you imagine the one night the one that you're night. like, "Hey, can I sleep sleep over tonight?" Oh my god! Um, but the friend was also drunk, but not as drunk as him, and so he didn't like even first initially hear. Like, I don't think it was this like blood curdling scream that like the neighbors heard and everything. Like, I think it was kind of haunting because he was so fucked up. Also, I do think like well, lucky him adrenaline right kind of makes right. you not realize like your body goes into shock. But also, he was fucked up. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way that he wasn't a little fucked up because. Oh, Whoa. you have to be like blackout, like blackout. Truly, and I'm, and I think he was. And the fact that she could throw it out the car window—it's not like it was dangling off of him. Oh yeah, she threw. Yeah, oh yeah, it was <laughs> not attached. Oh my god! Wow, I can't even begin to imagine. I know. So the police are like, "Holy shit! Um, let's get some men in there. Let's let's get let's get our boys." They all walked in, and they're like, "Oh." I mean, but truly, and so so the department calls CSI, and they're like, okay, this seems like this man just called us. I think CSI. Mm-hmm. They were like, I think we need to bring in the big guns, and also, you know, of course they did. <laughs> like there could be a woman suffering, but then they hear man's got a dick oh, cut off, and he's like, call CSI. That is the theme of this entire episode of yeah. like make sure that this man is protected at all costs <laughs> without even giving a shit about what he has done to this woman, right? So CSI gets in there. They notice a blood trail from their parking area outside their house into the house. They literally follow the trail and they're like, all right, like this makes sense. And it goes up into the bedroom. In the bed, there is a pool of blood that is an inch deep. It's already (gasps) seeping into the mattress, which I'm like, how did he not die? Literally, how did he not die? You are losing so much blood. And also, isn't that a part of your body that's very like vulnerable to like... I guess it's not really connected to other, you know, like if you chop off your, actually, I don't really know much about the human body. <laughs> I mean, that's like, like, what's the worst part of your body to get like chopped off? Your head. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Listen to our uh, King Henry. Um, yes. Yeah. The six wives of King Henry. Yep. There's a few of that. There's, like, there's some decap- decapitation. Yeah. Dabbled. Yep. Dabbled in decapitation. Um. So CSI is like, holy shit, we need to find this thing because <laughs> this, thing. this was the panic that they had of being like, okay, she called, she said she threw it out the window. We need to find it because we got to get this back on this man. <laughs> so everyone is literally like, holy shit. But they couldn't find, because they couldn't find the penis. They couldn't find the knife. They were starting to panic when they searched the kitchen. Where is he? Is he um, just sitting there? <laughs> yeah, he's like, so you think you can bring me? <laughs> Like an ice pack or something. Um, he had been sent to the hospital, okay. and there are people that are still searching the house, trying Got to it. find evidence, trying to find like any sort of information. 
what they do see in the kitchen. They don't see any um, any knives, any any penises, <laughs> but they do see pamphlets about rape and spousal protection. Oh. And they're like, eh, anyway, I mean, <laughs> like, it's just so crazy. I just moved those papers out of the way. <laughs> just put them in the trash. Do you see a penis anywhere? But truly, so they're all like, okay, reattachment is only possible for the first, like, X number of hours. Yeah, like, and it's got to be on ice. Got to put that thing on ice really quickly. So they're thinking back to their conversation. They're like, okay, let's follow what Lorena said. She said that she basically threw it into a field and threw the knife into a trash can by her salon, by her nail salon that she worked at. I'm so sorry, but I'm just like iconic. (laughs) It is iconic. iconic. (laughs) It truly is. Like it just, oh God, it is good. It's good. It's good. So there's basically this race, which is really funny, against like the city like garbage and the and like no. CSI and the police to find this knife because they're like we need to find it before they, they can't can- tell the garbage to like pause for a second. <laughs> I, I think they would have to tell them like they go throw off our whole schedule. We can't. Yeah, they're like we have a job to do, and people don't <laughs> That's like true. Don't like the trash to be sitting. It'd be stinky. It'd be very stinky. Um, which is just funny because I'm like the stakes of just like must get there before the garbage gets. <laughs> collectors get also, there. It's like, just drive over then. God, guys. <laughs> They're panicking. They're panicking. You know, the stakes were high. They, um, yeah. So there's actually like a um, firefighter who is a part of the search team who ends up finding the penis. <gasps> Can you imagine? And he was like, I won't touch it. And so like, it was like, this, I know, like the whole thing was just like a bunch of bros like being idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and so this has to be made into a movie. It, I so there's a six part documentary on Amazon about it, which I did not get the chance to. Actually, I can't wait to watch. Which it. I would love to watch it after. Um, sometimes I don't do my best work with research when I'm watching something mm-hmm. for Ram. Like I really mm-hmm. have to do like articles, podcast articles is your thing. It, I do love reading articles. For sure. I think documentaries are is my thing. Yes, which is great. Like that's like you see like a lot of footage. We and have stuff. balance. We have balance. Yeah, we have balance. True. Um, so all the guys were like disgusting and then <laughs> they were so obsessed with it until they actually found it. Exactly. So they were like, we're going to wait for the rescue team to get it. <laughs> so the rescue team comes in, they find the penis and they rush to a Seven Eleven. Stop. Because that is the ice. That is the most, uh, that, that's the pl- quickest place to get to. And you can get a slushy. And you can get a slushy. Well, they pretty much like made a slushy. What? Because they put no. this penis on ice on a hot dog tray on a hot dog tray that's like the one thing they, didn't, nope, they no. didn't put it in like a cup they literally put it on a hot dog tray that is the like a hot dog with a penis on a hot dog tray stop it I, right now that's why like like i was saying this episode is so sad but also just so insane insane wait isn't hot dog trays hot or it's just like they need the they need like the just the um there was no hot, like, just the, just the tray. Oh, just like the paper oh, like tray. like the paper container. Yeah, the container, Stop. yes. So, I mean, it literally, like, looked like a hot dog. Like a bloody, Stop. bloody hot dog. A rare hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog with ketchup. Hot, uh, you could say. You could say. So, the penis is secured. <laughs> literally, like, looked like a hot dog. Like a bloody, Stop. bloody hot dog. A rare hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog with ketchup. Hot, uh, you could say. You could say. So, the penis is secured. <laughs> So, yes, we can reattach it. They found it just just in the nick of time. 
it this was. This would happen in cancer season. <laughs> like, this would. Just craziness. Crazy. Craziness all around, a lot of emotion. Vengeful. Vengeful. Yep. Um, it's a nine-hour surgery to get this penis reattached, but they did it. I can't. Successfully. I can't believe it. Yep. Nine hours? Mm-hmm. You know what's so crazy to me is actual, like, doctors that you're, like, standing on your feet for nine fucking hours just, like, and also, like, you need that much time to just reattach it. Do you get a break to eat something? I don't know. Or drink water? I don't know. Doctors are so wild. God bless them. But I feel like they're just, like, I'm in. I'm I, wired in. I think you have to be such a specific person. You do. You like, do. Surely, there's, like, assistance and stuff. Surely you can go out yeah. for... No, actually, maybe you can't even go out for like five minutes. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good question. Crazy. So interestingly enough, Lorena was taken to the same hospital. So they're on opposite sides of this hospital while he's getting his penis reattached. She's given... to Virginia. Yep. She's given um, a rape kit. And she's there. There's psychiatrists that are also there just trying to kind of like understand what's going on. They notice that she is a very small she's like a 90 pound woman oh my god um and her story is that you know she's telling them at the hospital she's like he came home wasted he raped me he fell asleep and i went into the kitchen after it happened to get a drink of water i opened the fridge and the fridge illuminated this knife that was like a sign for me to go and fucking cut that thing off. It was time. And I did it. Wow. It was time. It was time. It was time for it to be gone. It is time. It is time. <laughs> that was Lorena's <laughs> inner monologue. <laughs> the knife looked at her. He was like, come on, let's go. <laughs> you know you wanna. It's like that episode of Broad City where like the, um, <laughs> when she's grocery shopping and Whole Foods and that, like, she's high from her wisdom teeth. And it's like, bye, Abby, come on. And she buys, like, $6,000 worth of things. That is the knife. We've all been there, haven't we? We've all been there. Tess, you know what I've been obsessed with lately? Tell me. My Caraway cookware. Uh, I have as well. Not only do they have cookware, they have food storage, they have linen, they have it all. They really do have it all. Also, did you know that they're non-toxic? Oh, thank God. That's something I don't even want to have to think about when I'm cooking. We just don't have time anymore. We're getting too old to be That's cooking right. with things that are going to be unhealthy for us. And so it just makes me feel like the work is done and I can just enjoy cooking now. And it's so easy to clean. The food just slides right off. It sure does. The colors are just stunning. I have the Tupperware just out on my counter right now in the dividers because it's like it, it's a look in and of itself same it, they come in the best colors and they're just so chic with that extra storage we love it we love it and we want to share the love with you guys mm-hmm. visit carewayhome.com slash ram 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10 percent off your next purchase Ugh. this deal is exclusive for our rammy so visit carewayhome.com slash ram 10 or use ram 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Uh, gorgeous. Go get some Caraway Kid. That's right. Rape was mentioned from Lorena, but it wasn't like this immediate, like, okay, like we see what's going on. People were very much just like, okay, sweetheart, like let's just like figure it out. You know, like there was no like, okay, this man who's getting his penis reattached, we should be really concerned about him. We should like, there was no rush, let's mm. say. So already, media catches on. This is like a in a matter of like hours, people are like, there's a crazy woman in Virginia who cut off her husband's dick. And everyone 
from, you know, different news sources to celebrities are making jokes, making mm, light of it. Sure. It just, it's not serious coverage, where in reality, the issue is so serious that this woman was raped and probably had been raped and abused. I mean, I can't imagine that was the first time that made her do that. Like, I can't imagine that was the first time. Well, we will get into it. Um, so no one's focusing on why. Marital rape is not a thing at this point. I feel like it's still a hard thing for, I think we're coming around mm-hmm. on it. But it's still a hard thing for people to grasp yes. for some reason. Well, I think people are like, if there's trust and love, how could you do that to someone? Which is like, that is so many marriages that there actually are, there's not trust and love. Exactly. And even if you think there is, people but will take advantage and do terrible things. There's no trust and love there if it's rape. So Exactly. Needless to say, both are arrested. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. like, okay. He got arrested. He did because she did say he raped me. Okay. But there wasn't like, they're just, they're, everyone was just joking about it. There right. wasn't like this, you know, we need to protect this woman sort of vibes. It right. was like, okay, if she is saying that, we need to put them both away. Right. Oh. Every episode. Just said arrested and then there's a Every siren. episode. It's like truly there is like a producer watching us. It's Literally. Like, like, this am- will help you. Ambulance go. Soundboard. Yeah. But we don't have one. So she immediately hires an attorney. And this part is interesting. Okay. Um, so usually victims of sexual assault don't get their name printed. It's not like a pub. It's, you know. Like a Jane Doe situation. Yeah, because women, you know, don't want everyone to be blaming them and shaming them. And, you know, it's it's very tricky for women to come forward. Mm-hmm. So her lawyer is like, okay, this is a story here. You are this young immigrant. You know, you have been abused and raped by your husband. We need to get this story out to the public before the media takes control over it and before his side becomes stronger than your argument. Yeah. So she's like, let's set up an interview with Vanity Fair. Oh. She's like, what the fuck? Like That is so, like, to the top. Yes. And, like, I think you have to remember, too, that, like, this woman doesn't really speak, you know, she struggles with English. It's not her first language. She's kind of being, like, she's going to trust whatever her attorneys are telling her to do. And so this is tough. So, first of all, the... Interview in Vanity Fair and the photos that are printed are her in a bathing suit, in a pool. I mean, she's a stunning woman. It's gorgeous photos with her hair wet and like pushed back. And she's like looking at the camera. You know what this reminds me of? Say it. Is the Jim and Tammy Faye Baker when, um, oh my God, oh, I'm Je- so, Jessica. Jessica. I'm blanking on her last yes. name. I'm so sorry. But when she came forward and told her story through a Playboy article about Jim Baker raping her. And then people minimize it and because people were she like, did an interview. Exactly. Because they were like, she's posing nude, of course. Like, she could never get raped. Vanity Fair is a huge publication. It makes sense that her attorney would be like, let's get it of in course. there so that women who mostly read this can come in, you know, relate to you and support you. Not sure the idea of why her in a bathing suit, like, because we just know that's just going to fuck you over because of right, but this it's country. Also the 90s. And they're like, if we want to get eyes on this and we need, we need to make you sexy. Like, maybe that was the conversation. Who knows? Yes. And she was a beautiful woman. So I think there was this part of it being like, let's take advantage of that. Yeah. And like, let's have you like look really sexy and so because of the language barrier and because she's just kind of freely speaking to this to the person at Vanity Fair during this interview the first thing she kind of says about why she did it she says because he orgasmed and didn't wait for me he never let me orgasm oh. and that's what they run with 
Oh, no. So immediately people are like, uh, sexual frustration doesn't give you the, um, you know, you, you can't kill or try to kill or chop off, you know, your husband's dick because you can't have an orgasm. Which I don't, that was not what, she, I'm sure she was just talking and she also was like this woman who had never had sex before, probably didn't know what nonviolent sex even looked like. Exactly. And that probably was like a part of like one of the minor details in all of her story. A hundred percent. That was probably just one thing about being like, yeah, he, And I know. get, I don't doubt it. I guarantee you he never, oh, you know, course, returned the favor. Of course he didn't. And like, honey, maybe that should be a reason, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> say no more. Our two male listeners. No. Yeah. You guys do better. Do better. Just always check in. D- check in. You, you know, know that's start- all we ask. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Show, not good, not good. This woman is an immigrant. She's a woman. She's a minority. And now she's a dramatic liar who, you know, did something horrific because of, for a selfish reason. That's what everyone is saying about her. So John now, what is he claiming? He is saying. What? what, How is he? So John's fine. Okay. John is just great. John's penis is reattached. Um, He's claiming that she did this because he had mentioned he wanted a divorce and that he wouldn't have sex with her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like class, like be more creative. Yep. But they can't. But they can't. So it's his word against hers right now. So what's, what's happening? So John is just basically being like, wait, she also said I was raping her and beating her. That never happened. The test, the rape kit that Lorena had when got when she got to the hospital came back positive for sexual intercourse, but no signs of rape. Well... What would show rape in that case, I guess? So I think like a rape kit. It's like if it's there's some damage or something. Yes. I think like you can tell if there's been something that's like more. That has reacted sensitively towards like pain and more aggressive behavior. More aggression. Yes. They also like examined her underwear and stuff. And they said, well, it doesn't look like rape because they seem to be cut off with scissors and not ripped off by hand. What? So they're like, it. it's not rape because like that would mean that, you know, he was grabbing her and like ripping off her underwear. So they were like. It doesn't always look like that. Exactly. Exactly. So they were like, we don't think that she was raped. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the past, however, the police had been called four times in the Bobbitt household. Three of the times by John saying that Lorena was crazy and was trying to like, ki- like attack him and kill him. And this woman's like. I think he drunk. I, what I got from this is like he would drunkenly call them, be like, "My wife is like oh, going no. ballistic on me," like sort of vibe. The fourth time was by Lorena's mom, and her mom went against her back and was like, "You should watch my daughter," and like she seems <gasps> to be like very like violent with with John. Was she at all violent? Uh, there is literally no evidence about this 90-pound woman being violent. Mm. I think what this was is he would start to beat her and she would try whatever she could mm. to fight back, mm. whether that was like flapping around or screaming or trying to protect herself mm-hmm. or throw, maybe throwing something like to get him away from her. It was all self-defense, but she never hurt this man. Right. Um, she's so little. She's so little and just so terrified. And he was in the Marines? Yes. Mm-hmm. Show. John's trial is before Lorena's. Okay. And this is complicated. Okay. Because, God, the justice system is crazy. I don't even know where to begin. 
it's really not good that his is before hers. Okay. So basically, his because tra- people are gonna like hear his side first, and they're automatically gonna agree with that. Yes, and also like what she says later, they're like, well, he. Well, I'll, I won't jump to that. Okay. Um. So people, you know, what do we have? We have people standing outside the courthouse with merch boxers Stop. that say "cut it." Stop. Outside the court. Losers. You need to cut it. <laughs> no. Crazy. 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 Meanwhile, this woman is like suffering. Uh, truly. Yeah, I have some more rosé. Okay, perfect. I mean, he's kind of suffering too. I mean. Can't be a good he's recovery. Fine. <laughs> I don't think it was like that bad. I can't believe he got his penis cut off and re-sewn on. Cut off to the fact that she threw it in a field. And he got it re-sewn on. I know. Like, I hope you really disinfected that thing. No before. kidding. How do you dis- the cow? How do you disinfect like, a penis? Yes, flew into our. I'm surprised they didn't eat it. No kidding. Wow. Meaty, <laughs> fleshy, <laughs> the fleshiest, fleshiest. So at his trial, basically, he's like, "Look, I went out to some clubs that night. I wasn't even that drunk. Like, mm. I was there with a friend. We we're having a good time. I drove back. Like, I wasn't drunk enough that like I, mean, I like drove back. So like that proves that I was fine." <laughs> Sweetheart. Sweetheart. <laughs> Tough to hear. Yeah. That's scary. Um, Lorena attacked him once he got inside because he, you know, she wasn't sexually satisfied and she was upset about him saying that he didn't want to be with her anymore. Oh, no. They probably read the Vanity Fair article, too, and were like, you should oh, capitalize on they that. They were like, thank God, because now she is the crazy woman mm-hmm. and you are the man that this country will be rooting for mm-hmm. to be like justice, justice for John. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, is it, would it be her testifying if she then is responding to this or no? What's the word? I think so. Right? Testifying? Sure. I I think so. So she comes in and she's like, she's on the stand and she's like, no, no, no. He pinned me down. He tore my clothes off. He raped me like he had for our entire marriage. Mm -hmm. I was asking, why do you keep doing this? I couldn't get off. It was painful for me. And the judge was like, look, we can really only talk about events five days before and after this case because, like, this isn't like a – it's not a marital rape case. It's not a domestic violence it's abuse about case. Her. It's but about her. But is it not because he got arrested for raping her? For some reason, the judge was like, we can only talk – whatever will be applicable is five days before or after. And so – even though well, she, maybe it's because it was that night that they started. Yes. Like, okay. I think so. I still like, don't really understand how this kind of shit works. I mean, Neither. I think a lot of it is kind of, you know, you shouldn't even, no one understands it because a lot of it's outdated yeah. and like just doesn't really make sense. Um, And so she's like, okay, well, in those five days when we had sex, he said, for sex excites me. But the doctors were like, well... With her underwear and in the rape kit, she wasn't raped. So we just like can't really take her word has literally no power, no meaning to it. That's so frustrating because there's two people in this case and you're saying that his word checks out, but her word just doesn't. And like for what? Isn't that what we see all the time time. when women come forward? It's just like, well, she's crazy. Who wants to talk about this experience? Who would ever want to be put in this position no. where they're going to get completely like no. alienated and harassed and threatened? And have this attached to their name for the rest of their lives. Exactly. Who would want that? 
Exactly. So then John ends up saying, he's like, okay, yeah, well, like, we did have sex, but um, he was like, nothing, yeah, like, it was all consensual. He's like, and I hardly remember it, which people are like, when you were saying that you were pretty sober and now you're using the I don't remember it. But Claire, who cares? Because he gets off and he is all good. Classic. Yep. Show feminist organizations are like, this woman is battered and abused. We need to come forward. However, to prove marital rape in America in the 90s, there's two qualifiers. One, you had to be separated. What? You literally had to be like legally like separated, like about to get divorced for it to count. And two, you had to leave significant damage, bruising or bleeding. That's disgusting that we're like, we have to make it as traumatic as possible for someone to make it us believe you. Also, just because you agree to have sex with someone one time in your life does not make it like a green light to have sex with them whenever you want. No, you literally have to consent to sex every time you have it. Every single time. And that doesn't mean you have to look each other in the eye and be like, do you consent to this? Yes. Consent means that two people know exactly what's going on. There is a communication, whatever way it may be, yep. that it is okay to go forward. Yes, exactly. And That's, you know, both people know if there's consent. You know. And if, and men, if you don't know, you better open your eyes. Then you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God, just guess me. I'm like, thank God we have, we've spilled a bottle of rosé. Yes, yeah, seriously, we've spilled a whole bottle now. Show. But see, this is why it always goes down too easy when we drink wine. I know, I know. But hey, we're not complaining. I know. I already have a headache, but it's fine. <laughs> this is my eighth glass of <laughs> Literally, it's like not even 5 p.m. No, um, it's, six. It's, it's six. Okay, great, great, no, we're great. We're fine. Um, so, you know, like we've been talking about, like just our dialogue around rape in the 90s that is, has to be gory and violent for anyone to be, for there to be repercussions, yep. which like it looks very quiet and silent in a lot of ways and women quietly suffer. Women are not even awake for some of it. Literally. So. And like most rape and assault is someone you know. It's usually yeah. in your own home. Yeah. It's someone you have had sex with before and then maybe the third or the 20th or the 100th time. They, you know, it's all a process of manipulation of kind of waiting, you know, for that moment where the trust was there so that people feel, you know, it's just all just mm-hmm. so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even, I don't even want to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, horrible. It's horrible. So the jury's like, what's happening? Like when Lorena comes in here, like when she goes on trial, like what, what are we even like doing? I think people are just a little bit confused right now. Like feminists and women are very angry, but John is like living on a ranch now. Oh He's God. riding horses and like bragging about it. Well, He's like, clearly. <laughs> He's like riding horses with this new thing. Or like, that's not new. Must two point oh. Wow. Um, that, you know, riding horses not kind for anyone down there. Oof, no, always tough. It's a lot of bouncing. A lot of bouncing. Wow. So he enters a new relationship. All that were abusive, of course. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like those women have come forward saying he was abusive. Yes, I will at the end of the episode say where he is now and how many fucking charges this man has had. Oh my god. So he now is making a mockery of the whole thing. And he's on the media side. He's like, that bitch, right? Like that sort of thing. Howard Stern interviews him. And he's like, 
there's just a guy like Howard is like I love this guy stop he's like I'm gonna go so far as to have a charity event stop to raise money no for his reattachment surgery stop it he raises I got two different numbers anywhere from $190,000 to $260,000 that all went to his reattachment surgery that is disgusting Howard Stern has continued to disappoint me from the things I've learned about him he is a disgusting, vile person. I don't fucking care who knows that I think No, it. no, I don't either. What, the way that he talked about Selena's death, check out our Selena episode, it is so disgusting I, I forgot about and disturbing. That it's disgusting. And he needs to be stopped. And he's actively just like... Nothing happens to Working. Him. It's Literally. so upsetting. It's disgusting. John is like really monetizing off of all this. He's selling his own merch now. Ugh, shut up. You're and such a loser. He goes on tour. Stop. He goes on tour. Claire. He went on tour before we went on tour. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm honestly like, we can do anything <laughs> if this man is going on, li- like having a live tour. That's disgusting. To talk about what? To just be like, she, I mean, everyone thinks this is hilarious. It's really like, sad. Like most of the country is just like more like we want to hear from the guy that got his dick chopped off because we've never heard a story like it what is she doing during all this well so now it is time for lorena's trial oh because he was first there's like a little there's like a few weeks in between Why there's all that time for him he's like going on tour during the trial um oh yeah he is like he is quick on this he's like capitalizing on it he he, like the second that he gets is it acquitted i need to know these yeah i guess i think so sure he goes on howard stern right after and Howard Stern also says, which I forgot to mention, he goes, bro, like, I wouldn't believe that you would rape anyone because you're so good looking. Stop. So that was like the big thing. Also, objectively, John is a very attractive He's physically hot. man. There is a such thing as like hot privilege. There is that people are like, well, they couldn't do it because they're hot or like it's fine because they're hot. Yes. And this whole dialogue of why would he need to rape someone because he's so good looking. That was like this whole that thing. That doesn't make any sense at all. You guys are like fucking idiots. Also, like, guess what? Ugly people have sex too. Like everyone has sex. Everyone has sex. That it is does- so crazy. That's disgusting. Rape has no... There's nothing about your no. physical. It's all a mental it has fucking nothing illness to do with some or the way someone looks. No, it's because this person is trying acts. to violate and control. It's because someone. they are evil, evil, evil. So she goes on trial. She pleads not guilty with temporary insanity. I mean, that makes me sad that she even has to like say insanity. I know because then that adds to the narrative. But I'm sure they're like, that's mm. the only way you're going to get out of this. Exactly. And they were really just being like, say that you are guilty because being guilty with some of the rape allegations that you've had, you can get four months. It helps with like any trial to say that you're guilty because then people have to put in less time. The court, the judge doesn't have to be there as long. The jurors don't have to be there oh, as is that long. What it is? I think a lot of it is that I mean. I hope my mom's not rolling her eyes because she's a court reporter, so she knows all this stuff. I know, but like, we like, should have had her on. <laughs> but I do think that, like, it helps everyone out. It just, like, quickens the process. So they're like, let's just wrap this shit it's up. It's just so crazy to me. Yeah. So she knows that there's a risk that if she, you know, doesn't get – there's 20 years of her – 20 years of prison of, of her – If what she, she says non-guilty. Yes. And she's like, I don't care. I am going to – say every single thing so good for her because like that does not happen that often i mean also 
she is a woman. She is a minority. Like she has nothing on her side right now. And she is like, absolutely not. And that is iconic. Yeah. So day one of her trial, it's bigger than John's trial. People from the Japanese media were there. People had flown out. Well, also people do, like, they're more interested in, like, a woman, especially, like, a, quote, crazy woman. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, we got to see this. Yeah. But with all of the backlash she got, there's also a huge community. Like, Whoopi Goldberg is talking oh. about her and, like feminists and women and there are people that are having her back being like we need to protect this woman at all costs amazing thank god lorena's team has a closing statement during day one that says a life is more valuable than a penis ain't that the truth iconic iconic they're like we've got a good line (laughs) they're like that would be her housewife's tagline (laughs) oh my god that's amazing I'm so sorry. But it's true. <laughs> it's true. We had to say she it. She turns around. We don't say it, but now we say it. A life would be more... Or, uh, yeah, like, it. a life would be more... Now. What is it? A life is more valuable than a penis. Just <laughs> <laughs> the Beverly Hills. Please say that with the do, Beverly do, Hills do, background. With, like, holding a diamond. Holding a penis. Of course. Of course. Gorgeous. Lorna, forgive us, but you know that we have to make light of this. I mean, we must. You have to, because... It's show and shame. We're on your side. So she's pushing self-defense. Um, a bunch of witnesses came up to the stand, coworkers, neighbors, being like, we have seen her. And even though the five-day rule still applies of, like, we need to talk about, yeah. people still came up. And, like, even if it was um, usable or not in terms of, if, what's Good, it called? Because the statue of limitations or yeah whatever. and but yeah. I don't even know if that's what it is. So. But it doesn't matter because the jurors hear it. They hear it. So yeah, even if it's like objected or whatever. They, right? he- they heard it, yeah. They, they heard it. So there's people that are like, we constantly saw her with rug burns, bruises, bumps, scars. People at work were like, she would come in and she would tell us like, you need to help me. Yeah. And she would like lift her, lift her sleeve and there would be bruises. And so people were just very concerned. His friends came forward. Good. A bunch of his friends and they were like, he said to us, quote, he liked hurting women during sex. <gasps> so the jury is hearing all of this. Thank God. Truly, thank God. There is so much evidence. It is very clear. Lorena's like, when she testifies, um, and that it is on YouTube, and I heard through like a few different sources, it's like one of the most painful things that Te- like someone testifying that they had ever seen because she is shaking and she is sobbing. I just like could not bring myself to watch it, yeah. to be honest. It made me really upset. And I she can't just, imagine saying, like talking about my story in that way in front of a room full of strangers. No, and trying to make people also like the goal is believe to make you. people believe you. So you uh. not only have to relive that trauma, you have to try to be, you have to think the whole time of being convincing. And like, it makes me just feel like, it truly makes me feel sick. It's so sad. And she's also, you know, struggling to like speak English. Mm. And I just like, it just absolutely devastated me. She also said that she had become pregnant at one point and he forced her to get an abortion Mm -hmm. saying if she didn't, he wouldn't raise a baby with an ugly Hispanic. What the fuck is your problem, dude? He's an absolute monster. Um, And she really had to like push, which I think her attorneys also helped of being like pushing and shoving and like that is all abuse. Like you can't like this had been going on for so long, even if it was a day where he I think people were just still confused of what domestic violence looked like. Right. Because if you're married 
Yes. And it's like, whatever. It's like, all bets are off. Exactly. So people are, I think the jury is very much just like, interesting. We kind of went in being like, who is this crazy bitch? And then I think people were like, look at her. Yeah. Look at her. But you know what happens at the same time of this whole trial? What's going on in, in the country? Which The Monica Lewinsky stuff? No, but it's another episode I've always wanted to do. It's been done a lot, so that's why I've been hesitant about it. Why, OJ? What was happening with some Olympic... Uh... Oh, um, um, the broken leg. Yes. Um, Tanya Harding. We have you the... should do Tanya Harding. I know. I would, lo- I would love to. For, oh, for... Um athletes yes for, okay. sp- for a sports, sports month, month yeah which guys we're thinking of doing just we're, for yeah why not everyone's like please don't do that why not no no tanya no, harding I, would I be so to. good i know so that kind of like bleeds into this a little bit and kind of like over because then ever like the media's like holy shit we are just having the best year <laughs> ever and then i think oj was pretty soon yes. after this because was oj 94 i think so or yeah like 94 95 something like that because it was like right before kendall jenner was born Ch- check out our chris jenner episode mm. we talk we lightly brush on it we do i think i think you need to do oj we have to do oj i know still very little about oj same same so for a second, it's kind of like no one even gives a shit anymore because the Tanya Harding of it all. But they go back to trial. Hispanic women are really making their support known for mm-hmm. Lorena. They're like standing in the cold weather. They're cheering for her. <sighs> that makes me want to sob. God, I know. Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Um, and so, you know, she... Sorry, one second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where are my notes? Um... Okay, so she basically ends up saying on like day two, she's like, look, when you are being literally ripped open every night, and that's what she says, she's like, you have to do something about it. I blacked out. I saw that knife. I did call the cops. I did say what I had done. I didn't leave him there to die. That I mean. Sh- that should give me some kind of like clout in all of this. Right. And so psychiatrists are like, the woman's insane and she has PTSD, so we need to like cut her some slack. Well, at least they did that. So now the opinions change. The jury's like, we do believe that this has not been a good situation for her. She's not guilty. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank God. I did not know where this was going. I know. I was also like, thank God. Um, but the public is very 50-50 on this, of course, because obviously the first opinion of this case from people were like, this is all about an orgasm. Oh, my God. And at the end of the day, that's what it will continue. Like, we can't can't let her off that easy but she is she is let off um good i'm like try imagine trying to find a job after this well yes and john right now um so she gets let off he joins the porn industry what stop Mm -hmm. it's like a joke how dumb it's i I hate this man so much stop joins the porn industry um he gets a penis enlargement stop Uh uh-huh he was charged with abusing his next three girlfriends he begged lorena to get back together with him in letters and text messages stop it right now he even sent valentine's no what a loser i cannot he gets in the porn industry are you fucking kidding me and then he oh guess what kind of videos he was making in his porn industry what blowjobs reenactment Stop it. Lorena lookalike. No. Mm-hmm. I hate him. Is he one of the most evil people we've ever covered? Like, honestly, yes. Like, who's top three? Like, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Prince Charles. Prince Charles, John Boffin. <laughs> yes, I think 
that's the ones. So Charles Manson and H.H. Holmes are like, we're good. They're like, oh, do you like this like, <laughs> They're like, oh, man. They're like, want to be so evil so bad. <laughs> no, but like, actually, that is disgusting. I want to punch him in the face. But I will say that he does get a little bit of what he... But like, God, not even. I mean, so he ends up getting charged with domestic violence. He's sentenced to 60 days. 60 days. Do you, he serves 15 days. Of course. Do you know what the public perception was when he was charged with that? Were people like, oh. Mm, I'm sure. Or were they like, you know, I actually don't know. This it makes me sad, but I feel like people were like, all right. like he's sh- That is disgusting. What a joke. What a clown. Yep. Of like this man. Like, yeah, what a clown. 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 Um, clown. He ends up robbing a store. Oh my god. Um, he goes back to jail, then he breaks his parole in 2003. This like has like happened just truly forever with him. I think he's like, I'm like, is he in jail right now? I hope so. He's been on and off in jail for his, since this since this 93. I hate him. He's a terrible, terrible man. But he had it coming. He, he had, had it coming. coming. <laughs> he only had himself to blame. But like honestly, like, is that not the perfect song for him? I mean, literally. God, I just I can't. So after Lorena's trial, she heals in the hospital. She changes they obviously get a divorce. Yeah. Um her name goes back to Lorena Gallo, which is her maiden name, which she still goes goes by. Um she founds the Lorena's Red Wagon organization, which um tries to prevent domestic violence through family-oriented activities. She does that, like, very soon after this whole thing. What a beautiful way to, like, honor, mm-hmm. you know, her like, child. A, it's like what Oprah said, or, or, like, what Oprah did of, like, taking her pain and, like... Helping other people yeah. and other women. Um, she then founds the Lorena Gallo Foundation in 2018. She gets remarried. Um, she has a daughter. And her life now is dedicated to trying to bring awareness to domestic violence and to try to pr- provide safe places for victims. Do you know how old she is now? Um, let's see. She's now 43, I think. It makes me sad that she's like known as Lorena Bobbitt. I mean, she always will be, unfortunately. Well, so I was just watching. She was just on Drew Drew's show. That's crazy. I think um, a few months ago. It was like a recent interview. Wow, I'm looking at pictures of her right now. Yeah. Yeah. She's I mean, 52 right now. Oh, she's 52. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ew, he's such a little punk. Oh, yeah, because they got married at 20, and then this happened a few years a few years after. Um, I love that she was on Drew's show. I love it, too. And the interview is just really good because Drew, Drew was like, I know this is – I cannot even relate to what you went through, but I know what it feels like in a different way to be like a laughing stock yeah. of just like – kind of going through trauma and then people just like using you. Yeah, being a victim, but like no one else identified. Minimized. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um people and- also search for Amanda Knox and Monica Lewinsky. Wow. That's crazy. And Tanya Harding. That's crazy. Wow, it all and OJ Simpson. Wow. I mean, <laughs> we we have a lot of episodes to do. And Jordan Peele. What? <laughs> okay. Jordan, is there something we don't know? Yeah, no kidding. Please explain. Please explain. Um But you know, that is that is the story of of Lorena and I fully support this woman and how she is Same. dedicated. You know, and it's like people are like violence is never the answer. If you are being attacked and raped and assaulted she was like trapped she was a prisoner she was a prisoner and she tried to get rid of the thing that was giving yes. her pain yeah she tried to 
It makes me so sad that like that was her first sexual experiences. That makes me really sad. I know. And I think for a lot of women, like you don't know what's normal or not when you're in that kind yeah. of situation. And like, I think all of us can relate to that in some way of even being in a first relationship and being like, is this normal? Like, yeah. should I just be okay with this? Yep. Is this how men act? Like, and like, I'll just do whatever to make them happy. Yep. Also, it's like so troubling that he said that he gets off on like causing women pain or whatever. And he's in the porn industry uh, or was in the oh, porn Oh, yeah. Industry. So all of his videos, um, his porn videos are very violent. Have you seen any of them? No. You're there, there somewhere. I really just did not want to see that. No, of course, it's disgusting. Um, but I'm gonna put a link in our show notes to a document that our Ram CPC swimmer, our Rammy Caroline, actually gave to me. It's um, a document with like it's a 10 page document with links to mental health counseling for victims, resources for loved ones, support groups, confidential text hotlines, shelters, um, legal information organizations that you can donate or get involved with. Um, there is locally, there's an organization called Peace Over Violence. Um, locally in LA. Locally in LA, yes. Peace Over Violence. It's all in this doc. Look at this, you know, if you've had any any experience with this or known someone that's gone through it or you're just like, holy shit, like I need to, I would like to get involved in any way or just like educate. You know, I know this is only an hour episode and you can't, educate everyone about how far this goes back mm-hmm. but take matters into your own hands and look up some resources and and places right. to to help out because i know i feel very passionate about it of course of course and god damn god, god damn. damn wow yeah definitely check out that in the show notes and well done tess thank you you know what a what a way to end cult crimes and conspiracies I know. we'll like, definitely have to revisit Definitely. Noah is being he's so being, cute. He, he always knows when we're about to end because he's like, I'm going to put it on. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah. He's like, the cadence has changed yes. in your voices. We need you after after that. We do. That episode. But guys, we are definitely going to probably revisit the theme. And should we announce what our next theme is? I, do it, Claire. Do it. Our next theme for May. We are doing fashion. Fashion, honey. That's right. We are going to give you, um, we're going to give you a bonus episode coming up all about the Met Gala. So you can hear the history of the Met Gala before we all watch the coverage yes. May 1st and we are going to have a Patreon episode debriefing all of our favorite looks from the Met Gala so make sure and join page- Patreon as we debrief and recap the Met Gala yes we're so excited fashion icons fashion it girls yep. our experiences with like I mean fashion is art fashion is it is true fashion is herstory herstory so um, check that out our Patreon is in our show notes and we are so excited about Patre- or about fashion month if you have any suggestions Suggestions, please let us know. As always, also a little callback to a tagline that you think oh, that yes. we should start experimenting with. Just um, right. DM us, text us, email us. You know where to reach us. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Right Answers Mostly. Give us a subscribe on Spotify and Apple at Five Star Review. And please mm. leave like an actual written review. We would love it. Do it right now, you guys. Do it right Take now. 10 seconds, please. It's so helpful when someone can like see that see the words see that yeah and check out our one review that says not bad but not overly informative <laughs> but, they said, but they make me laugh so yeah. we'll take it we'll take it um we love you Rammies, and we will talk to you soon all right kids bye bye goodbye